So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, today, we're, we are returning to regularly scheduled programming. We took a little bit of a break from our normal format yesterday, and that was to make an important announcement on my behalf and my wife's behalf, which is that we are expecting our first child in October 2023, first grandkid on both sides. So this kid's going to get spoiled, absolutely rotten, uh, but we are nonetheless totally thrilled. Baby's healthy, wife is happy and uh, healthy so far. And you can you can listen uh, more to yesterday's episode if you want to find out a little bit more detail about uh, everything. Today we are talking about why you need the Bible to fully recover, and this is a subject that I've been really thinking about lately. And I've I wanted to do an episode on it. We've been talking about it on social media a lot, and I felt like you know for what we're doing here with the podcast, it would be important. Uh, speaking of social media, really quickly, I am very active on Instagram right now. So if you want some positivity in your feed and some content that's going to actually help you break the addiction and not further it, Sathya Me Sam is the handle. The link is in the show notes if you need some help spelling that one. But I'd love to see you over there. We post daily. We you know have 300 conversations a day. And uh, it, it's not always me. I have a team that helps me because that's just a lot of conversations to be having. So I'll just be upfront about that. But again, if you, I mean, they're all trained under me. So they know how to handle questions. They know how to give resources and they know how to provide value. So uh, you can ask them just about anything and they should be able to help. Or who knows, you might get uh, one of those moments where I'm in the inbox as well. Um, but I'd love to see you over there. The handle is Sathya Me Sam. All right, we are talking about the importance of the Bible in recovery. There was a really fascinating study done by the, um, actually, let me get the name of, of the organization. But basically, they they surveyed 40,000 Christians, okay? So very large sample size, which is always, it makes the data a lot more reliable. Um, and this was, it was the U.S. Center for Bible Engagement. That's the organization and what they were able to demonstrate in this survey is that people who read their Bible four times a week were 61% less likely to view porn. So that says something about the power of the Word of God. Like we talk about how the Word is the sword of the Spirit, right? Um, or like it's the sword uh, in the armor of God or you know that kind of thing. Those are, those are very intentional metaphors in Scripture. Like the Bible is incredibly powerful. And again, like let, let's actually, let's actually chart some numbers here. If, if you have, let's say you, you watch porn every other day. Okay. So you have roughly 15 relapses a month or 15 slips. That means if you read the Bible four times a day, instead of having 15 slips, you're going to have nine slips. So that's significant. That, that is noteworthy. And if if there was like anything that was ever a silver bullet, that would be it. So this is a really good starting point. Um, let me give you a different angle. So we talk a lot about intimacy in the scope of our work. 
I believe that porn addiction really is an intimacy disorder. I think people gravitate specifically towards porn to experience a sense of connection. And obviously, given the very vulnerable intensity of pornography, it is clearly not just about connection like a friendship. It is clearly intimacy, sexual, romantic intimacy. I've heard the language intimacy with God a lot in churches. I think sometimes the way it's presented is not always accurate. I, If I had to use specific words to describe what it means to have intimacy with God, I would describe it as an emotional connection. In other words, it is not just that you connect with God cerebrally, so you can recite scripture and you pray the prayers, and you lift your hands in worship, and you go to church every Sunday, and you're knowledgeable about biblical history and hermeneutics. Those are all cerebral components. Very important, by the way. So not downplaying those at all. However, I would say they do not foster intimacy in of themselves. A deeper emotional connection is required. What does that mean? Well, it means that the parts of your of your inner life that are marked by pain, by discomfort, by joy and exuberance, those parts are accessible to God. And not only are they accessible, but you've made them readily available. You've made a conscious choice to disclose those parts of you so that God can get to know them better. Obviously, God already knows. He's he's omniscient. He's all-knowing. But what I mean is that you're making a conscious effort for him to come in. And that is incredibly powerful. The Bible, if we read the Bible through that lens, it becomes even more powerful. Because now the Bible is not about me getting to know the Bible. It's about me getting to know the author. Capital A. And that becomes incredibly impactful because I can read now and sure, my, I, I, am, I am fed Spiritually, I am fed. Mentally, I am growing in my, my cognizance of the Bible. But at the center of it all, I am fostering intimacy with God because as I get to read his word, I get to know him better. And if porn addiction truly is an intimacy disorder, then that deep, meaningful relationship with God, that intimacy with him through the reading of the word becomes invaluable Because now this unmet need for intimacy that's been temporarily band-aided with pornography, masturbation, one-night stands, affairs, fooling around, whatever, now that need is getting satiated by the living God, the only person who actually could satiate that need anyway. And because he satisfies us in such incredible and profound ways beyond anything we could imagine with another human being, our appetites begin to change. That that temptation or the lure of pornography dwindles. Not to say that temptations go away forever necessarily, although maybe, but for sure the 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 pull that they have on us is much less. So if you're struggling if maybe you've observed that your sexual sin has created a huge gap between you and Jesus, it's created a huge 
block in your ability to step into the things God's called you to do, maybe you find that you're you're just in a bit of a lull, this kind of stagnancy that you don't know how you're going to overcome. I'd like to suggest reading your Bible four times a week. It's interesting, and I, I should look deeper into the study again. It's been a while now. But the I can tell you that the details around the reading were minimal. Like it was something like it had to be five minutes and they were reading all kinds of different parts of the Bible. Like there weren't a lot of specifics about reading. It was more just the fact that they read. So if you're like, Sathya, I don't have a degree in hermeneutics. I, you know, I don't know how to interpret the Bible. I don't understand biblical history. Sometimes I read and I get confused. Well, for starters, like everybody reads the Bible and gets confused. It's it's not an easy book to read and to comprehend. So it's okay, but that's actually a good thing. Like you have to be challenged as well. But maybe you need to start with some stuff that you do understand. Start with some things that you can follow or where it's a healthy level of being stretched, where it's not beyond reach, but it's also not in your comfort zone. What I'm saying is you just got to freaking do it. And my baseline for reading is I read a chapter of Proverbs every day, almost every day. Uh, I do miss some days every now and then. But the the whole premise is like Proverbs is easy reading. Sometimes I don't read a whole chapter even. Sometimes I get to like verse 10 and I'm like, ooh, that's good. I'm just going to meditate on that for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to go on to my next thing. But hey, uh, at least I read today. And that's the whole point. And again, we don't want to read frivolously. Like you don't want to read, but you're actually thinking about work. So yeah, sure, you're reading the words, but you're not internalizing them. I'm not talking about that, guys. Like this is not an excuse to be cheeky. Obviously, you want to engage. What I'm saying, though, is five minutes of engaged Bible reading four times a week literally might just change your life. Now, let me ask you this. If you could reduce your slip percentage or the uh, the frequency of slips by 60% in the course of a week and all you had all it was going to take was 20 minutes of your time would you do it like from my perspective you would be crazy not to even if you're listening to this and you're like I don't even know if the bible is legit I don't know if Jesus is real like you still would be crazy with those kinds of numbers you'd be crazy to not just read a few minutes a day and see what it does to you so that that's what I'm trying to get home today, guys, is you just got to start somewhere. Um, God is pleased with anything you give him. And I think we beat ourselves up. We kind of let that inner critic get to us way more than we should. God is not setting a timer when you sit down with him. He's actually just thrilled that you would take any time at all to spend time um, to spend time with him in the first place. So start. Now, let me give you a couple starting points, Okay. The trick with Proverbs is Proverbs is 31 chapters, which means there's a chapter for each day of the month, regardless of, you know, if it's obviously February where it's 28 or 29 days, and then another typical month is 30 or 31. So today at the time of this recording, I think we're recording on May, uh, man, the days, I'll tell you, they they blur together, man. I think it's May 9th. So I would read Proverbs 9. Um, that, that um, That kind of system works really well. Uh, another great book to get started with is the book of James. Uh, James is just fantastic, very practical, very sound. If you lived by the rules and instructions in the book of James, you would see your life get turned upside down in the best way. Or the Gospels. My favorite Gospel is Luke, but Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John are all great. And I'll throw one more uh, New Testament book, which is Colossians. I think Colossians is fantastic. And 
that's kind of like one of Paul's writings that I just go back to again and again. They're all great, but that one really speaks to me. And especially in the recovery journey, there's some really pivotal scriptures in there that I've benefited benefited from tremendously. So that is my recommendation for where to get started. And maybe you're like Cynthia, I'm actually like pretty well versed in the Bible, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm 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 good for whatever, but I want something a bit more in depth. I would recommend reading the book of Colossians and really doing it with a study Bible um, or like a, a commentary, some sort of study guide. If you've gone into like um, Strong's Concordance and stuff, I know I know there's different opinions about it, but what Strong's will at, at the very least do is it'll give you a better understanding of some of the word usage. The problem is that you can't isolate a word from scripture and fully understand it. Context is king, but I still think it's better than nothing. But that would be my recommendation, Colossians, especially Colossians chapter 1 and Colossians chapter 3. Those two are very, very important. Um, is for not so much for like, here's how you abstain from sexual sin, but here's how you become the person that Jesus made you to be. And that that's really, really powerful. So those would be some some recommendations. There's tons of Bible plans. The Bible app is, is a great place as well. Uh, lots of different options out there for you. And lastly, I've actually assembled a little bit of a five-day reading plan and that is available to anyone everyone and anyone in our database if you want a copy of it, it's five days and again remember the stat is four days right you just have to do four days per week 61 percent reduction so five days if it means if you repeat it and, and you recycle this every single week you would probably see that number improve even more than 61 percent and um all you have to do to access this reading plan is go to my instagram page and just send me a message and if you actually just, you don't even have to say, hi, Sathya, literally just send me a message, reading plan, capital letters, and either myself or somebody on my team will send you the link to the plan. And then you guys can kind of get on it and have a chance to really, um, yeah, I would say dramatically improve your relapse rate. Even if your relapse rate is super low right now, 61% improvement is going to make it that much lower. So everybody wins here. And guys, these are, I'm talking like low hanging fruit you're not going to get anything better than this. This is as easy as it gets. So go ahead. You can follow me on Instagram, DM me reading plan. Would love to send it over to you. Uh, But again, there's tons of other ways you can do this. There's reading plans and all kinds of stuff out there as well. So I hope to see you guys on Instagram. I hope you guys found this helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our deep clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com 
slash VIP. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.